This episode of The Mom Voice is brought to you by the Pura Smart Home Fragrance Diffuser. You guys know I love my scents, and I love having my home smell the very best that it can. And Pura has totally reinvented the game. With the Pura Smart device, they've created a natural, pet, and kid-friendly product that allows you to set schedules and manage your fragrance from your phone. They have top brands like Volcano, Nest, they even have a Disney line. To order, head to themomvoice.com, click shop the show, and find the Pura link. Then shop around and at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off any of the products. Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 114. Okay, Lauren, is there any medicine that you take which you just cannot get down? That like you absolutely hate the taste of it or the size of the pill or anything like that? Anything that springs to mind? Uh, n- no, actually, I don't know. Okay, there's you? something about liquid NyQuil that oh. every single time I take the liquid NyQuil, I literally like almost gagged myself to vomit. I really? can't handle it. No. Just kind of what, like that cough syrup, I don't know. burn texture, yes. all it's of it? It's the taste of it. I swear the taste, like I have traumatic memories. Do you do you know what Dimetap is? Did um, you take that as a is child? Is that the coughing medicine? It's like a, it's some liquid medicine my mother used to give me all the time when I was a kid. And I swear I have like legit like bad memories. PTSD. Yes. We keep saying that. I hated it so much. Things that we trigger, that trigger us. Um, No, I honestly don't. I think the worst for me are like those really big pills that normally are vitamins and they just have that weird, like the fish oil, rainy texture. Fish oil can be tough, Um, but maybe the size is the hardest. Liquids never really bothered me. Oh, I will say, you know what I don't like is that Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yeah. The pink stuff, right? Oh, the bubblegum yeah. looking stuff. Do you it's drink a- that? No. Well, I, I haven't for years, but I remember a time or two I've had to take it maybe again when I was younger. Yeah. And that stuff is rough. Oh, they that make tablets. texture. Yes. That taste. And it's like the chalky. Chalk. Oh, yeah. I know. There are some gross medicines out there. But I don't really think like any of those kids ones, they're always, you know, you always kind of have to fight your kids. And I don't know why they hate it so much. It's I not know. that bad. It's not that bad, but I kind of feel their pain because liquid yeah. medicine makes me gag. I can probably take like 12 pills at one time. I can swallow so many pills without any problem. But when it comes to liquid medicine, there's something about the taste that makes me gag. It's terrible. Oh, that's so interesting. But at the same time, I feel like it's the most effective form of medicine or yeah. like quick acting. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the the tablet NyQuil is different from the liquid NyQuil. And I can tell. Caleb had to be on amoxicillin so much with his ears. And that's also kind of got that Pepto yes. like chalky whiteness. And they flavor it. I never tried it actually. So I don't know. But it looked gross. Did so. he fight you like yeah, so hard? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he would and I do the syringe and just pop it in there and give them some milk or juice or something but yeah oh I know well I was just curious we've never talked about that and I was like I had to take some NyQuil last night because I felt like not a head cold but I think it's my allergies have just kicked in at Little League last night for sure here in Arizona it's like allergy season and my nose is just flowing I probably sound a little nasally so sorry about that but yeah anyway okay and then I have another little rant that I just have to say up front Okay. okay There is a new Mickey show on Disney Plus, and I'm sure you know about this, 
called The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Have you seen The Wonderful Wonder? I can't say it. The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Have you seen it? No. Lauren. Oh my gosh. Well, just tell me this before you even start. Is he like the stick mini? Mickey? I don't he looks retro. He yeah, looks like, like a retro version. Mickey and Minnie. Yes. I don't know if it's stick, but like, it looks just like kind a of very the art the, the artwork is very Yeah, it's not Clubhouse. It's yes. not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. It looks like so okay, backstory. A few weeks ago, I noticed my kids have just been enthralled by this Mickey show. Like, it keeps them so entertained. They love it. They wake up in the morning wanting to watch Mickey. And at first glance, I'm like, oh, awesome. You found a Mickey show that you like. Like, yay, super good, whatever. And then over the course of time, as I'm, like, passing through the room, I noticed that this Mickey show is, like, borderline violent okay and he's just straight manic throughout the whole thing okay yes i just pulled him up i know this is the version i was referring to yeah have you seen it it. lauren no well the funny thing is the new ride at hollywood studios and it's coming to disneyland called runaway railway that's a tongue twister too is this version of mickey Uh. and i don't love it because you know why it reminds me of like those old, okay, no offense, guys, but to our generation, those old kind of nasty Nickelodeon cartoons. Kind yes. of like that Ren and Stimpy that I could never watch and I felt was just awful. Still weird memories of it. Yes. But yes, that Mickey reminds me of that. Oh my gosh. I don't so love it. It came to a head the other night when Kate came in the room and she goes, oh my gosh, mom, we were watching Mickey and there's this part where they put somebody's head, I don't remember whose it is, in between two pieces of wood and then they chop off his head. And I'm like, wait, what? There's like a guillotine in the Mickey show? And so then I go in there and I start watching it and it is, it's like straight manic crazy. And I'm like, uh, why? Why Why am I letting my kids watch this? Because let me just say this, I have a problem with the cartoons that are so manic it drives me nuts I feel like where they're they're always screaming and they're like there's so much conflict and they're running blah 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 blah. like oh like that's why I love George curious George I love George because he's just calm and it's like a story and I don't need my kids like amped up on more craziness yes and so anyway when Kate came in and told me that I was like no way and so then I watched it and, and I'm it like, really is like yes, they're off. doing like not naughty things they're like doing like old school like train track yes. run you over on the train track like crazy stuff and I'm just and it's just a more hostile take on Mickey all in like angry angry take on that world and, and I'm just like oh and that's so unfortunate yes I I still remember when Mickey Mouse Clubhouse came out and that version of Mickey took some major use getting used oh, to the digital version just, just so digital yeah. so computerized and I was like this isn't Mickey and finally that came around but this one I'm not a fan of either oh. I just and they're such classic like characters and mickey and minnie are always so like gentle and sweet and wholesome so that's annoying i know and so just fyi in case it's like locked your kids in i'm not gonna say it's anything harmful or that they shouldn't be watching it's just like just fyi it's not my favorite version of mickey and who knew there were different versions of mickey i don't think i knew this i know mickey mickey has evolved quite a bit yeah yes interesting though okay well in this episode we're going to 
there's a funny thing going around on Instagram Reels right now. Explain what it is, Lauren. Oh, it's just this funny line, tell me you're a mom without telling me you're a mom, right? Yeah, Am yeah. I saying it wrong? Yeah. No, and at it. first I, I laughed. I was like, what does that even mean? But then once you watch you like, oh, I get it. I, of course. So, yes, head nod, head nod. I get it. I get it. So we were like, let's do that. Let's talk about some of the funny things that only us moms know. And you know you're a mom when. Yes. Type of scenarios. And then after that, we have received like quite a few questions on different things that we've posted throughout the past few months or whatever. So we're going to do a little Q&A. Yeah, answer some questions. And yeah. some, they're kind of some sub topics that we've wanted to address. So we thought we'd just dive into it here. Yeah, we'll do some quick hits um, in the later part of this episode. So let's get started. Okay, but first I have to jump in and tell you about the new podcast merch that we just launched on our website. For the first time ever, you can show your support of the show by purchasing a Mom Voice sweatshirt. And you guys, this is not just any sweatshirt. These are top of the line quality that have a super flattering fit. It's non-fleece, has a lightweight feel, and it features some of your favorite sayings from the show, like all the things, be kind, and of course, mom squad, our very favorite. So head over to our website, themomvoice.com, click the tab merch and check it out. We've got limited quantities, so make sure and order today. Now back to the show. Okay, just to kick off the discussion, number one, and I think I've actually said it on this podcast, I've referred to it at some point, but you know you're a mom when you use baby wipes to clean everything. Oh, yeah. Not everything. just the baby's bum. Like, what is the top thing other than your child that you use your baby wipes to clean? Hands, car. I car. mean, totally the car. I, you, oh, gosh. Counters. I my phone. Phone. I'll, I'll wipe down my phone with it, even though I know it's not sanitizing, but still, like when it's grimy. Um, oh, we just always have them on hand. Well, and it's sad because we are probably about both about two or three years out from diapers now. And I really miss having wipes on me constantly. I don't carry them all the time anymore. And I do miss it because you just need, you always need a wet wipe. Always. Always. Oh my gosh. I love that one. It's so true. And no, this one was cute too. Instead of talking to adults, you spell to them. And that's just, you know, and now it's not working so much anymore now that my oldest is as old as he is. And my, now my twins can pretty much spell and read pretty quickly. Oh my gosh. I mean, you can do it quick. You know, believe it or not, my mom and her best friend had a secret language. What? Yes. What do you mean? I don't know if I've ever told you this. No. They literally had a language they could speak to each other, and it wasn't a real language. It was this, I, it's a thing. I'll have to ask her what it's called, but it literally sounded like this. Easy, weezy, fweezy, teasy, weezy, easy, peasy, weezy. That's how they would talk to each other, and they could understand each other. What? I'm not kidding. And I remember when we went to Florida with my mom this last year, uh, we were like, teach us the language. And it's something where you take a vowel, anywhere there's a vowel, and you enter, uh, you enter this one sound. And so... I was like, how can you think that fast? Oh it's very gosh. bizarre. But they would talk like that around us all the time. Shut <laughs> up. That's genius. I know. It was weird. I think it is a thing like if you know it, you know it. But I, if you know, you know. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't oh. know it. Isn't that funny? How do we not have our own language? I know. We really do um, need our own language. Do we need to reevaluate I know maybe my, maybe my mom needs to train us in the oh Iza Weeza. My sisters, if they're listening, they're totally laughing because it literally sounded like Iza Weeza, Pisa, Pisa, Pisa. Oh Weeza, my gosh. Weeza. 
That's so funny. Okay. That is so funny. All right. Well, the next one that I had to add to this list is every single time you leave the house, you have no less than five things in your arms at any given time. Oh, gosh. If you're a mom, you are always carrying all the things for all the people all the time. All the time. All the time. So much stuff. Um, Yeah. I remember taking a photo when I would pack for the twins to go anywhere. And I know that's twins and it's kind of different. But I remember the amount of things that I had to have at all times for two toddlers or babies. I mean, it's getting better. But I do like to always have a big bag. Yeah. I mean, we, and that's another one. You know, your mom, when you just have a diaper bag or a bag so big, it's just insane. It's insane that you lose things in the bag. Yes. In the bag. That happens to me constantly. Can't find the keys or the cell phone in the deep bag. But I had a thing for diaper bags. You know, I loved diaper bags. She did. I loved buying different ones. I loved the newer like brands and styles. I just thought it was fun. I don't know. know why. So in a weird way, again, I'm mourning my diaper bags. I'm out of the diaper bag stage. I love carrying a purse too, but diaper bags are I know. fun. I was like so ready to be done with yeah. the diaper bags. And most people are like, let's retire it, yes. throw it away, be done. Oh my gosh. I, that's funny. But I, I think I will look back and characterize my motherhood as never being able to find anything Anytime. I feel like I'm always looking for something. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what attributes to that. If it's that I'm just not paying attention, if it's mom brain, if I'm just like trying to focus my efforts in too many different things. But I feel like between my keys or the kids' homework or shoes, oh my gosh, just keeping up with the pairs of shoes. You know what I'm saying? The shoes are next. Oh my gosh. It's next level. It's just crazy. So when I look back in 20 years from now, I will remember this time as continually looking for things. (laughs) I I would agree with that. And I think for in your case, I think you just have so much on your plate. You're just spread thin. You're really spread thin. For me, I think a lot of it falls upon of like disorganization and which is terrible. But I I feel like I am constantly looking for things too. Oh, but I I think I'm so disorganized. I really am. No, I, 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 and I think we're all there. I mean, I think we all have these high hopes. I'm going to get this drawer organized today. I'm going to keep this room this way. And it just is so hard. So hard. So hard. I know. I think the biggest thing, I think the first way you would know you're a mom is your car, the situation of your car. And I think every mom can nod and agree the car, the car, the car. I don't know. And the shoes in the car, addressing the shoes. And the underwear in the car. The shoes that are in the car. And everything in the car. The snacks and the garbage and the homework and the papers. I just, it's, it, it blows my mind. Really, it blows my mind that every other day it is as bad as it was before. It's just so bad. Well, and it frustrates me so much that I can go clean my car and it will be totally clean and look so wonderful at the beginning of the day. And then right after school, something happens, like a bomb explodes in my car. And if I'm not militant about, okay, get your stuff, get your stuff. there's stuff all over. I don't know. I swear they pack snacks in their backpack and they get the snacks out on the way home and they take their shoes off now in the car. I know your kids do that. Mine have started it lately. And I'm just like, you guys stop undressing in my vehicle. Mm -hmm. Stop. It is so wild how you cannot stay on top of it. You try so hard and it just gets 
crazy. It just it really crazy. Does. And but every, like, how do you fix that? Do you pretty much just say like no food or s- drinks in the car? And how that's just such a beating when it we is. live in a hot place it is. and we drive to school and we drive to sports and they're hungry and they need a snack and we're always on the go and we're tight on time. Right. Yeah, I think the time thing too. How do you exactly. do that? It's just, oh, get a snack, drive through all the things. So it's, I, I don't know. There is no answer. And I think it's just a, a problem you have to deal with till. Or you I, just have to legit lower your standards. Yeah. And just kind of be okay to yeah. live in the mess. Exactly. For a That's what I mean. Like, exactly. Yeah. Just accept it for what it is right now. Yeah. Because it can stress you out. And I, it does stress me out. And I'm, I get oh. so frustrated some days, but it, it is totally what it is. Does. It I guess totally that consider does. that in your car shopping too. You know, it's, it, this car will get beat up yes. and just be okay with that. Whatever 100%. you're spending and e- investing in. Okay. Another one that sprang to mind for me is you 100% know you're a mom. If going to Target by yourself feels like a vacation. Mm. And I mean a vacation in like the relax and rejuvenate sense of the word, because to me, there is like nothing better in life than going by myself with a Dateline podcast in my ears Mm. or the Mom Voice podcast in my ears and just browsing the aisles, looking at all the new clothes and shoes and just having nowhere to be. No expectation of well, when I'll th- return. That is the key yes. right there. That yes. is the key. When I truly can love it when I have no time crunch. Exactly. When I don't have to do a pickup. My husband's not, where are you? Like that is pretty rare. Tr- that's very rare, very actually. Rare. That yeah. rarely ever happens. Yeah. It is always the t- where do you where are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I oh watching the clock. Uh, I, but when you get to Rome, because there's so much to see at Target. I always love to see the new Magnolia stuff and I love to see the sale rack. I love to see their new shoes out. I love the to makeup, just, the all makeup, the products. right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could just even the cleaning products, like we were talking about last week. But I, I love to even browse, like what smell or scent should I get this time? Da, da, I know. Da, da. I so know. It, it just you can just and the holiday stuff. They usually have good holiday stuff out every you know. And you guys, I'm not. I, I was literally thinking about this the other day when I was in Target. I'm like, what is it about Target that just makes it feel like home? Mm-hmm. Like there's something about that store that they have dialed in so well and I tell you what it is Lauren I'm telling you right now what is it's the white floors the bright lights and the white floors it's so bright in there you don't think Walmart has white floors they have really really tall ceilings and it's more warehouse Warehouse. feeling yes and it's kind of cold they mm-hmm. might have the floors, but Target feels homey. They have like lower floors, mm-hmm. or at least in ours, and it's bright mm-hmm. and it's clean and it's it just it just comes across much less warehousey. Oh, absolutely! And like you're just it's going smaller. through a little yes. nice mansion, looking at all. Yes, the no, things. it is on a smaller scale when you compare it to obviously WalMarts and Costco's and everything. So absolutely, I I what if they what if they spray things yeah. in the air yeah. just like Disneyland to entice you to come in? Wait, buy this. Pause. Pause. What? Does Disneyland spray things in the air? Yes. Do On they? Main Street, they, and in, well, whatever land you're in, they literally re-emphasize the smells of that. Yes. They spray, like, they, they spray um, cotton, not cotton no, candy. No, they don't. Yeah, maybe cotton Is candy smells right? and cookie smells. How did I not know On that? On Main Street, yeah. I know they do it on Main Street, but I think oh. they kind of do it throughout different little parts. Oh, my gosh. They're yeah. playing with us. Yeah, they do. They play with those senses that you're like, oh, I need a cookie right now. No wonder we're all so addicted to churros. Yes, churros. Oh, my gosh. Cinnamon sugar is spraying in my face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no kidding. So bizarre. Um, I obvious one too. Obvious, obviously, is when you know you're a mom when 
7 a.m. is sleeping in for you. Oh. 7 a.m. Dang, 7 a.m. And on the mornings when you can sleep past 7 yep. a.m., you don't. You just can't. You just you can't. can't. It's not that you don't. You can't. Yes. Your eyes are wide open to the 6.30 a.m. wake-up call you normally are. You're like, no. I mean, oh, I'm oh. Thro- I mean, literally, we were just in Utah in a hotel, the two of us, and we woke up early. I know. I, I mean, know. Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? Blackout curtains and everything. It it is so interesting how your body does adjust. But I will say, I you know, I've said on here a million times, I've prided myself on what a night owl I've been and Mm -hmm. how I can just use my time at night and it's great, whatever. But this last week, I don't know what's happened. Like life has caught up with me or I'm getting old or whatever. Okay. I could not keep my eyes open like past like 10:30. No. And I was depressed. I I kept I wanted to finish a show and I was literally kept waking up rewinding, oh focus, focus, and I could not. And I thought, just like you said a few weeks ago, I was watching on my cell phone. I wonder if that's why. Cuz I was watching on my cell phone and it kind of just like gets oh. you more like it's smaller, it's darker, yes. it's chiller. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is this why I'm falling asleep faster? I don't know. So that kind of can be one of our listener questions. A listener wrote into us on Instagram, I think one day and said, hey, I'm listening to an episode and you said something about watching TV on your phone. Do you not watch TV on the wall or something like that, right? And she, I don't remember. Anyway, but yeah, about two years ago, I switched from watching TV on my wall to watching it on my phone, I turn the brightness all the way down. And I swear, it makes me go to sleep so much faster, which I need. Well, you know, most people would be like, just turn off the phone and go to sleep because it's just stimulating your brain. Because then I start thinking about things. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm just there with nothing to watch or listen to, I I can't do that because I start thinking about all the to-dos and all this stuff, you know, whereas my husband hits the pillow and he's gone. He's out. Mm -hmm. So annoying. Okay. Another one is, you know you're a mom if you have as a contact in your phone, Lucy's mom or so-and-so's mom. (laughs) Not their actual name. so many of those. I (laughs) do. I totally do. And then you feel bad because you don't know the mom's name. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, hi. Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's a good one. Totally. Okay. Another one is you consider goldfish and applesauce pouches a balanced meal. <laughs> totally. 100%. I know. We've talked a lot about better options the last few weeks. And so, of course, we'll all encourage that. Oh but, gosh. oh, my gosh, we'd all be lying if we didn't think packing a lunch for our kiddos were, was fishy crackers, an applesauce pouch, and what? Maybe yeah. a, a what, a Lunchable? What are, what are you saying? Yeah, a Lunchable or a Smucker. Oh, Uncrustable. Yeah, a Frozen Uncrustable. Totally. totally. That's it. Totally. And, and I hit so- a new low last week, Lauren, where I literally <laughs> took, no joke, this is a new low for me in their school lunch. I took sliced cheddar cheese, deli, yeah. deli cheese. I like folded it into four squares and I threw salting crackers in their lunchbox and I sent her on her merry way. I'm literally like, oh my gosh, I've hit a new low. But cheese she and probably, crackers. She probably thought cheese and crackers. No, I'm hey, dead it's serious. Your own charcuterie board at the lunch yeah, table. Yeah, Just show them. Show them how it works. Your saltines <laughs> and lunch lunch cheese. No, but let's be real. Oh. Uh, like that's your own lunchable, and she probably thought it was great because oh, kids yeah. live off cheese, so she it's just complain. fine. She did not complain one bit. <laughs> It's so true. I know, but the story, this is so true. And how literally 
your standards lower with every single child. Oh, yeah. We did a reel. If you haven't seen the reel on Instagram that we did about birth order, go look at it because it perfectly explains this right here. Yes. Uh, High hopes and and good intentions. And we'll keep trying. But there's times it's just, all right, applesauce, pouch for the win. We just have to reset every day. Yeah. And just try again. Um, But yeah, send us. Those were the ones that we thought of like really quick that we just kind of laughed at. Um, personally, but if you have a funny one, like share it with us, DM mm-hmm. us on Instagram or something and tell us how you know you're a mom. I saw a reel today of that one and it was just fingerprints over everything on the window, a dirty handprint on the cupboard, the fingerprints on the, you know, the bar stools. It's just all of it. Yeah. Oh, totally. And so. something else that I just have to die. And we talk about this all the time is the pickup line. Just yes, enduring, we were joking about enduring that. the pickup line. We all can just give that. Yeah, what's that Hunger Games symbol of like? Yes, you know the unity, three fingers, the three fingers yes. to each other because it's like the dang pickup line. I know, like we it's a that. slow nod when you pass another uh-huh. mom who's actually leaving the pickup line. Oh yeah, you made it. You made it. You, you got out it. in time. <laughs> you got a good time today. Good it's job. So good job. Oh, mom. the pickup line. All right. Well, before we run out of time because we're rambling let's talk about the listener questions that yeah, we got we've do got you a, have yeah, some we got a few in and okay we asked for a few um a few weeks ago so these are just some of our favorites i actually don't know what you're gonna ask okay so i'm excited um let's start with this one how did you know when you were ready for your next baby and how did you know you were done i do you want me to go yeah go for go it first? and i'll i'll add in too Okay, so I can be kind of controlling. I do you think I'm type A? Be honest. Yes, yeah, we know that Sarah a. is yeah. type okay. A. Yes. So I can be kind of controlling and I knew for sure going into my marriage I wanted two children. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I wanted three. And so there was never like a question of whether or not I would have two, like just one. I knew I was having two children, right? And then I don't know, it was just bizarre. Like when I had Landon, he's my middle child literally holding him in the hospital, I still kind of felt, I'm not even going to say empty because I was super complete, but I felt unfinished. Mm -hmm. Like I still felt like a void and it was really weird to me. And I remember like not wanting my third child, like, like it was my head and my heart saying two different things. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I missed working. I felt like I mean, I was knee deep in like the diaper. Yeah, your hands were going to be full it's of so two, hard. for sure. And then not to mention, everybody I knew, everybody I knew would say, oh, the third one just puts you over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like, just wait, that third one, you know, they would always make comments like that. And so in my head, I'm like, why would I put myself through that? Like, no. And then cut two years later to where Landon is like two, because I would talk to you about this and you're like, you're not in a rush. Just give it time. Give it time. And I literally said to my husband, I'm like, well, okay, we have a window because I'm not going to let this like go for a long time. I don't want a the huge years, wait. The what am I trying stages. to say? Yeah. yeah. I don't want a huge window between my two boys. Right. So yeah, we just said, okay, let's give it a go. I think a lot of people approach it as I'm already in the crazy, like just add another, like let's kind of get through this and get it done and not drag it out super many years. I think 
if she's specifically asking too, when did you know you're ready for another one too? And maybe not even just when you're done. And I think that's an interesting angle because everyone's a little different. Everyone wants to kind of plow through and get it done. But also there's the other end of waiting till maybe that three, three and a half year gap when they're walking and talking and very capable, almost independent, and then you're ready for the next baby. So it's kind of defining yeah. your personality and what you prefer. My first age gap was two and a half years. And um, that was good, but I could, my my second age gap was three years. And that to me was like perfection because three years they are talking and walking and they're very capable. I felt like I could like leave them be to play and no one's going to die. Um, and I'm speaking because that's the twins. There was two of them. And so I just felt really good about that three year gap. Yeah. But totally. you know, they are, that is a maybe a bigger space to, to some. And, and I, I don't know. I just always felt like, not that I was getting old, but I knew I wanted to kind of be a younger mom. And I knew that I kind of wanted to go back to work and I just didn't, I hate saying this on here. I just don't absolutely love the newborn phase. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. I love the newborn phase. But it's, just the baby It's years. like the three-month to the 18-month phase. Yeah, it's hard. really, really it's hard. hard. It it's is. It's so hard on me. Yeah. It's so hard on me. And it gives me a lot of anxiety. Not saying I didn't enjoy it because I cherish like every single moment of those. But I just didn't want to live in that space for 10 years. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I did take the approach of just kind of gunning it out. And all of mine are about two, two and a half years apart. And I think it's depending how many kids you want to have. And yeah, maybe your age plays a factor into it. To me too, like I, I said, the two and a half to three year, that six month age gap of development in a toddler to me was huge. And so that was very telling for me. If I were to have another one, I really liked that three-year gap. But then that also pushes them almost three grades apart and depending if you want them in high school together. So there's just so many little details that you want to play into it. I like love my ages, but I also, they're very close together, tight together. And that's going to be a blessing because they'll be super close friends and we'll kind of grow together in pretty much very similar stages. But also, which is sad, when they all get hit high school, it's going to blink and they'll be gone and it's going to go so fast. Yeah. And instead, I don't have a big you know, span. My mom had five kids and I think there were like 12 years between all five of us. So she's, you know, that's 12 years. I have a gap of five years for all four of my kids. So in five years, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. That's and so, crazy. You have the same gap I do. Yeah. Yeah. And you have another child. Yeah. Well, and a twin, but know, you know, know yeah, I know. I know. It's just putting them all there and they're smashed together. And again, I think it's a really fun thing because we're getting into really good ages right now, but well, so. and I would just add on to that, like to how to know when you're ready is just have a lot of communication about it with your partner. Yeah. And like both of you be totally on board and like in the right headspace for it, like with jobs and maybe I, I don't like to say money because I feel like a lot of times people wait to have children until they have what they think is the right amount of money. And I don't necessarily think you need to do that because yeah. at the end of the day, I mean... It, you make it work. You do. You make it work. And like yeah. those can be some of the more blessed, simple times, yeah, honestly, simple. right? You know so what I mean? True. So true. Like some of the earlier years of when it was just me, Kate and Jeremy in our first house, like mm -hmm. those are my most precious, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily think you have to wait until all of the stars align, but just be on the same page with Agreed. your partner. Because if you do go into it with one of you 
really wanting it and one of you not, I don't know. I feel like maybe it can create some, well, this is yours. Like when you you need the help on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't want anyone to resent each other or like be bothered to be ready together. I like that a lot. So just like really assess your situation and the needs of your children that you already have, you Mm -hmm. know, and all of that. And and it'll all work out. It'll all work out. Yeah, it absolutely does. It always does. Okay, next question. Listener asking how to get in the mood when you're both drained. Oh, we're going there. Yeah. I didn't know that. I know. <laughs> dropping dropping the bomb. You slipped one in on me. Um, oh, man. Gosh, That's right? hard. I That's know. really hard. Okay. Be candid. You want me to be candid? Yeah. How, I mean, my go-to. Yes, of course. Okay. My go-to. Her go-to move, guys. She's no. going to describe right now. My go-to, I'll be honest, is to just say, hey, come take a shower with me. Oh, good. It is. Because yes. it's like, I'm not only like being intimate with him, but it's something different. I've told you this yes, before. Yes. This is kind of my go-to if I just want a quicker get in the mood process. We go take a shower. Okay, I'll tell you something. This is like oh, right off oh. hot off the press. Okay, what? When I'm just burnt out and sometimes bedtime can be okay and then other times it can just be so painful. Totally. And, and the kids or the kids are what do it. I not only it's a long day, a long night. You've heard me rant about the little league, long late nights right now. And then it's just whiny kids and just hurry to bed. And then that can just put me in a bad mood. I just don't want to deal with anybody else. Totally. The last thing I want to do is get all cute and cuddly and happy. Sometimes sometimes I'm just like in a bad mood at that hour. Yeah, and that can be you're bad. Drained. And I feel bad about that. So sometimes I'll just, you know, it will just be some small talk, chat, whatever, go to bed. And then this, this, okay, this is like TMI because you're probably like, oh, this is what she did. Just So sometimes if I just like want to be alone, I kind of decompress, right? I just want to be alone. I just don't want to have, I mean, I did want to catch up on the day. I filled him in, blah, blah, blah. He was coming from another game, whatever. But also I was just kind of so in an agitated mood and I just, woo. So anyways, go to bed. I was just watching my show. And then it's like, I've like been quiet long enough where it's like, okay, I can start fresh. But then he's snoozing next door. So not, not next door, <laughs> like next yes. to me. So then you just do a sneak attack. Yeah. yeah. And they, it, George just loves that. Yeah, they do. Loves the surprise in the night when I'm just oh, like yes. a little like calm down, yeah. you know, just a calm down. And then it's a, a, a sweet surprise. That is such a good tip. <laughs> yes. But I just like, and I wasn't, I was kind of in a mood and I felt bad because I mean, we're already kind of arguing. Arguing, uh, not arguing. I would hate to say that, but no, it's but just they like go this a bit tension. Annoyed yes, and they're annoyed, yeah. and I'm kind of tense from the kids, and just I just like Ooh, I just don't want to deal right now with anything. Just okay, all right. I'm gonna watch my show. Okay, love you. Good night. Let's just blah blah blah. And he's exhausted every yeah, night, so yeah. he's snoozing. I'm watching my show, and then it's just like I can take a breather and just have yes. some like silence yes. and zone out. And then it's just like way easier for me to think. Oh, he's had a long day too, and I feel for him, and I missed him. I didn't get to talk to him. The kids pissed me off all night and okay that's so I'll good roll over and start giving you some hugs and oh, you know <laughs> I love that and I but, will say that that if you're asking on ways to get in the mood when you're not in the mood sometimes just like push yourself through that place you're in yeah like if you're if you are just in like a really annoyed bad mood 
like literally just go sit next to him and yes. like just start small. Yes. Watch a show together. Yes. Eat right. dinner together. Just right. kind of slow down. And you don't have to like necessarily make a move right away, but just kind of connect and like try and get through your agitated state or like your tiredness or whatever. Or just be expressive. Exactly that. Just tell them. The kids have upset me. I'm trying to turn it off, but I'm just like drained. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a shower. And if it's just like okay, not tonight. I I can't. I just I'm I'm just dead, and I'm uh, you know bugged. Right. Then that should be okay. And you guys communicate that. So he's not thinking he he's done something wrong. You're mad at him. It's just the day and kind of how it unfolds. And sometimes it's a hard day and a long day, and you're just ready to zone out and go to bed and maybe. Do it in the morning. Mornings, yeah. No, that's a great point too, especially when you have still these like younger kids. I mean, as they get older, it's sometimes harder to pull off, but mornings too. You wake up just feeling better and happier and maybe that's a fun surprise. Yeah, totally. But don't beat yourself up. I mean, oh. that's the main thing is, especially if, if you're in those years where you you are, you're waking up in the middle of the night, you're tired, you're drained, you just are off hormonally or whatever. Like it's so hard. And so don't feel like anything is wrong with you or anything. We've talked about it multiple yes. times of how there are peaks and valleys yes. <laughs> of marriage and of life, really. And, and not and to mention man. time of the month. And it's, oh, you know, gosh. just like, there's so many factors for us yes, women. And so many. And it's hard. I know. So, so just like hang in there yes. and do what you can and Take care of yourself first is yeah. what I would say. Great, great point. Yeah. Okay, next question. What are some of your talents? Oh my gosh. I know. That was very kind of this person to ask because- You go first. Well, let's be honest. As women and as mothers, especially rearing children, you just tend to put your interests and hobbies, you know, pretty much burner. talents on the back burner. Totally. So it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to address and really recognize what am I good at? What is a talent of mine? Mm. Oh, I, I actually did not give this much thought before I asked you. I'll so I first. really don't. You think I'll go first. Okay, go. Yeah. We're doing it right yes. now. Yes. Oh, okay. So we started the podcast because I loved listening to them at work for years and years and years. And I've always been a little techie. I've always loved computers and all of the things, editing and doing all of those things. So my talents, I would say, if I'm, I mean, it's weird to say that about yourself. No, it's, but it would kind of be like the editing, the producing the show. Yes. I love doing it. Yes. And she's the, very good at the it. sound and um, yeah, it's fun for me. It is. I, I guess on the other end of that, I would dare say that my talent might be people and like I feel very comfortable talking to strangers or to people I've always been able to talk to a crowd or introduce myself when other people even you know direct people like my sisters have been always had more nerves or fear of something like that so I in a way putting myself out there like this too is a talent of mine it totally is and I will say you brought that out of me in college (laughs) you totally did I've even said that to my parents that when I met you I wasn't the same as I am now I feel like I yeah you kind of taught me how to own a room or to like walk in and be confident enough to, yeah, just not be on the, the walls the whole time. Yeah, don't be a wallflower. Be out there doing your thing. Yeah. Um, you guys would just die laughing that in in 
college, Sarah and I, we've referred to it before, but we threw a party or two in our time. We totally did. And we weren't wild party kids. We didn't even like drink or anything like that, but we wanted to throw some epic dance parties and we pulled off a few fun ones, if I do say so myself. Yeah, we did. And that's so funny that it's perfectly in line with what we just said our talents are. Yeah. Yours is the social butterfly and I was the DJ of the parties. Yes, she would. I produced the parties. On the original first iPod, we we pulled out some amazing playlists. Yeah. And so she fun. made some cool graphic posters and flyers we sent oh around. Oh my gosh, that's just funny and, to think oh, of. But we do love to plan things. We, we like do. to plan events. I would say that's more of a talent of ours. We like to plan events and socialize and uh, parties. We love a good party. That's super fun. We're both dancers. We yes. both grew up dancing. Background of dancing. I, I loved to perform too and act and I never sang. Singing nobody is not my have, talent. Nobody would have guessed you were a performer. Yeah, right. I know. Stop. <laughs> but I, I loved that. I do miss that too. Yeah. I mean, I guess you just kind of grow out of that. But that was such a fun passion. I'm trying to get into tennis. We'll see. I missed I missed playing tennis back in the day. And so we'll see if that you're cultivates so to a talent. No, you're doing good. I don't know. You are. We'll see. But yeah, talents, I, I do web design yes. as a talent, as a hobby. Yep. Very um, good mine at are that. All very technical and boring. And I, I'm a twirler. I don't know who knows that. But yes, she is. I was... Texas finest. Yeah, baton twirler growing up. And I can still do it. Bizarre of the things that just stick with me. Oh my gosh, we're making a reel. We need to. Sarah baton twirling. I know. Somebody send me one. Send me a baton. I don't have one here in Arizona. But every time I go home to Texas, I'll whip it out every now and then. And I still got it. The triple turn, I can do it. Still got it. Double. Still got it. That's awesome. That's so good. I just love it. But thanks for asking. That's so kind. I think that is really kind because, again, as women and moms, we can kind of lose ourselves in this journey. Yeah, and so totally. to recognize the things that we used to do or things that we are good at or things we want to become good at, I think is really awesome. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, this is a big one we've been asked multiple times on just point blank potty training advice. Oh, man. So I, know. I, I it's a big one. There's a lot of area to cover with it. And so we didn't even really do research, but I think we're just going to tell our experiences and what worked for us and what didn't. <laughs> Nothing worked for me, but I'll it's, tell you my experience. No, funny so enough. Yes, funny enough. Uh, this is one area I might have mastered over Sarah is the potty training. Um, for and, sure you and, did. And she had a harder time with this where I have a harder time with like the sleeping and she masters that. So I still funny. can't potty train my damn dog, <laughs> you guys. And yes, I just said it. I suck at it so bad. Oh my goodness. I do. Oh my goodness. This is the one part of parenting that I seriously suck at. Which is so strange because you're doing all the right things, but it's like all of them backfire. It's It's weird. It's horrible. Not one of my children just got it. Not one of them. It's so interesting. Okay, well, we'll start with what I did. Start with age. I I feel like that's the number one question, the age of potty training. And it's all over the board. All over the board. I liked to nip it in the bud and I liked to start between two, two and a half, which a lot of people would be like, that's way too soon. I did a lot later with my boys, but go ahead. And a lot of people like to wait till they're they're almost asking to do it and they have interest or they can just do it themselves they can do it themselves or they they are asking to be on the potty and things like that so some people wait but um i i don't know i just went full force early on i think i just i don't know what why i did that but i did and i and i my tristan was my first and really it was just the three-day system we had this sticker chart with like a treat to pick out i'm rolling my eyes right now go ahead (laughs) And the three days we pretty much stay home, 
in underwear, maybe no pants, just to make sure they're aware of what's going on. And, you know, pounding fluids. Unfortunately, again, you stay home, you're kind of housebound. And the first day, even just taking to the potty like every 30 minutes so that you're catching any sort of instance because they don't recognize that um, feeling or need to go release. So it's that pressure. So they need to recognize that feeling. So kind of putting them on the toilet every 30 months, 30 minutes. And I guess another question is a baby toilet to a big toilet. Yeah, totally. I have always done. I actually start on the big toilet, but I've had more success with the baby toilet. I have ended up doing the baby toilet. That's been the only thing that I could do successfully. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think it's less intimidating. I think it's proportioned to their bodies. They can put their feet on the floor when they're trying to poop. That's major. I agree. I agree. And I think it's just less intimidating. Maybe let them pick out their own toilet, a fun one with their characters on it or whatever. I seriously have PTSD about potty training. <laughs> she I, keeps eye rolling. She's I'm like, I just kidding. don't. Like, I hate this subject so much. I, it's, I, I know. And it's a tough time. It's a tough experience. Oh, my gosh. It is. It's the worst. Oh, my. And I've literally read, like, all the literature there is to read on this subject. I can tell you what all they say. They say, get up that morning. Prep your child ahead of time. Throw away all the diapers. Let your child know you're throwing away the diapers. Get out the underwear. Be excited about the underwear and do exactly what Lauren said. Set them up on a timer. Go every 20 to 30 minutes. Push the fluids, blah, blah, blah. It never worked for me. I swear I was constantly missing stuff and they were constantly peeing on my floor or pooping in something or something. I don't know. It was just so hard. But you did sticker charts. Talk we about did your sticker chart. charts. Yeah, no, just anytime they had a success, they got to put a sticker on their little chart, maybe pick an M&M or a bigger treat or depending where you're at with that, a treat. Um, I don't know. My kids pretty much, my boys were very quick to it. My daughter was probably the hardest. And she kind of dealt with, I think... Her fear of pooping made her constipated. So then therefore is a vicious cycle. She didn't want to poop. Landon kind of had something yeah, similar. I can talk about that yeah. for a quick minute. Yeah, go ahead. So let me let me just say about age. I tried the two, two and a half thing with all of my kids. Well, with my first two children. And then I ended up waiting. I stopped and I just was like, screw this. I'll do it later. And I did think, I do think you have to give it a window. If you quit and you give up for a minute, you've got to give it a good two to three month window before you try again. Oh, you know what I mean? Like let them forget almost. Absolutely. So I did. I waited till Kate was like two and nine months or so. And then once we tried the second time doing everything that Lauren just said, the stickers and everything, she totally got it. And it was great. Didn't have any problems. My Landon, I started at like two and a half, two and a half was so hard. And then I didn't do it until he was like three. And at that point, I did the bare bum method where we had no bottoms on him for like three days. And it was a mess. I'll be honest. He still had accidents. Like I had to sit on a towel with him for three days watching a show. And it was so hard. It was so hard and frustrating. And And then you factor in naps and nighttime. And so let me talk about nighttime. I did pull-ups with all my kids at night. I don't think you did. Did I did. Oh, you did. I did. I know they kind of like advised not to do that. Oh, I totally did. But I did too. I, I, I... I just kind of let them grow out of that. Right, me too. Because I feel like they do mentally mature with that. And it just naturally it, it happens. happens. I feel like for all of my kids with the the pull-up, we would put it on after after bath or whatever, put the pull-up on at night, and then something just happens along the way well, where they wake up dry. 
And let me add to that too, because I was on the younger end, they were still in cribs. And so it's the, they yes. can't go to the toilet yes. themselves. They're in a crib. I don't want them to try to go to the toilet. So I'm going to put on a pull up and just kind of play it up and refer to this as their nighttime undies. Okay. It's okay for an accident, but blah, 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 whatever. And again, they just kind of evolved out of yeah, it. Yeah, they do. It just kind of naturally, they stop going at night I don't know or that's Mm -hmm. how it ended up for all of mine but yeah I gosh potty training I wish I had something to say but I will talk about the doctor yeah what the doctor did tell me so with my Landon he kept having continual poop accidents so he was perfect with pee like never had any accidents but I would notice that every time we went to the playground in our neighborhood playground he would poop his pants like no joke like almost every other day and I just got to a point with it where I had tried everything and I was so out of my mind mad about it like there's nothing else that makes me matter well I shouldn't say nothing else but that's high on the list it is weird because the they're almost old enough to know what's happening he knows exactly but what's yet it happening. was happening so you get frustrated or angry even oh, so and angry. it's easy to get that way because you feel like they should know by now they should know better oh, I mean but then it's this when battle. we're on the 15th time of it happening at the park and I'm literally watching him like a hawk at the park and I'm like okay do you need to go potty do you need to go potty and when they're literally staring at you saying no going poop in their pants and you don't know it that's <sighs> when you go freaking crazy you know yeah. what I mean yeah and so it's like I have I hate potty training so much but yeah I went to the doctor finally and I'm like tell me what to do what am I doing wrong because I said to my I said to my husband I'm just gonna go to the doctor she's got to hear about this all day long right like I cannot be the only person going through this and so she did say kind of similar thing it sounds like he's holding it in because he's like scared to go or something like that on the toilet and that when he does get to playing and stuff like that he probably forgets almost and it just comes out you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying and so anyway she put him on a regimen of like Miralax for like two weeks and um, probiotics and I mean you know how it is with Miralax it just loosens it up to the point where you can't really hold it so when he got that feeling it was like get to the toilet and so he then got used to going on the toilet and that's that fixed it and so I don't know I'm not going to recommend don't just go try Miralax go talk to your doctor first I don't want to give like medical advice but that did work with him. So, yeah, I think there's uh, the poop is always the harder spot. And the only one again was my daughter. And I think it was just similar. She got too nervous or scared of it. And then she'd end up being constipated. So then it'd be hurt to poop. And then she didn't want to poop again. And it does and hurt. It, Have you seen some of those poops yes. and those oh, little sure. toddlers? When they hold it in and oh whatever. Oh my gosh. So it's kind of, it became this vicious cycle. And I actually cannot recall how we pushed through it because I don't remember. Doing I kind of remember, and I think it was just like she just did it. One yeah, day. just kind of finally. Yeah, like, or you put her on it. the baby toilet, and she yes, put her feet yes, on the floor. You're right, the I baby think that's toilet kind of broke through for her. Yeah, because I think for the twins, I had started with a toilet seat, seat cover yeah. thing that made the toilet smaller. And again, Emmett was fine, but for her, it was for some yeah. reason harder. Okay, very quick last potty training thing that I think is relevant for newer boy moms. Do you train sitting or standing for pee? Sitting. Yeah, me too. I always have. Yeah, and we always have. They just point it down. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if there are many moms that do potty train standing. 
I don't know. But, but it very quickly shifts to standing yes, for me. They see dad. They, yeah. they see how it goes. They want to be a big boy. Big kid, yeah. And it quickly shifts. But I will just put that out there in uh-huh. case you don't know. I've always trained my boys sitting and just pointing it down. For sure. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Well, man, we're already running tight on time. Okay. Well, Can yeah. you believe? No, we, we hit a few big ones. And we'll try and we'll, do more. Yeah. Or yeah. write in if you have something too. Um, these are fun, just kind of quick hits to kind of address some stuff. Yeah. And you're not the only one going through these things. Absolutely. Like, we all have the same struggles throughout motherhood. So I think it's just good to talk about. So, okay. Let's wrap up with our hits and misses of the week. We did not have one last week and I missed it. I know. So what was your hit? My hit is um, we are reading Harry Potter in this house. Yay! Now, I've kind of addressed our reading things before that my kids just are not big readers, and my oldest especially has never liked it, and it kind of breaks my heart inside because I think there's just so many great books and kids' literature and things like that, but... Um, we have some fun plans coming up, and I wanted him to read Harry Potter before we went there. And um, I, what grade level is he again? Tell he's me. in fifth, fifth grade. Fifth grade. And do you think it's a fifth grade reading? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know okay. a lot younger that have oh, read do it you? before. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool. I actually feel like it's more of almost targeted second, third grade. Is it? It's an adv- it's it's a big read, and it's kind of advanced. But I feel like the younger kids do- get into it so much. Really? Tristan's late to the game. Oh, he's a fifth grader. I I need to but, get on it. Yes. No, it, it. I feel like it's a younger crowd, but they they are all loving it. At first, I started by trying to read the book to the kids, and it was a little hard for the younger ones to follow. So Tristan just took it upon himself to f- read the book, and he's gotten halfway through, and he's really interested. Way to go, Tristan. Really liking it, and I'm like so excited about that. And so then we watched the first movie, and then the second, and it's so funny how wrapped up in this world they're Stop. getting. They're making homemade wands. They're taking branches and painting them. Lauren! Yes, they're so into it right now. This is like your win of the year. I know. This is a big... I've always loved the Harry Potter world, but obviously I'm just such a Disney dork (laughs) that we just haven't gone there. And then Tristan not reading, it just hasn't happened. And so now that he's like really enjoying this book, I went and bought the series, so hopefully he'll keep going. And like I said, we have some fun plans that we get to maybe go experience it. And so I just really excited to see how it's playing out. And they're really excited. They're just really into the story and this whole hairy world. Oh, that makes my heart so happy. I know. It's really fun. I'm so glad we didn't miss this because I kind of feel like Harry Potter is its own rite of passage in a way, you know? It's just this little wizarding world that's really fun. Oh, that's so fun. That's so cute. Well, my hit of the week is kind of a relationship hit instead of a mom hit, but I'm maturing, Lauren, and I I can recognize that I'm maturing, okay? And I just have to have props for it just a little bit that I actually, like an adult, went to my husband over the weekend and just kind of was like, I'm feeling really stressed out, like not complaining, not arguing, not fighting, but just like leaning on him. Yes. Leaning on him. Like, I just really need to talk and not holding it all in like I always do. Yes. I can just be the worst sometimes at just internalizing my feelings and just carrying like the weight of the family and the weight of my job and the podcast and like everything and just letting it all build up to where it just explodes all over my husband. And I just have to say I'm maturing, Lauren. Okay. I actually went to him and it was such a healthy conversation and it was so good. And he just gave me a back rub and we cuddled and it was wonderful. Good for you guys. That was my win. Communication. Yes. Always an avid 
advocate. And no sex was involved. Let me just say that. Like it was literally just, just a support. cuddle, support, I love you session. And that made me love him all the more. You know I, what I mean? Amen. 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 Preach, sister. Okay, what was your miss? All right. My miss was just actually, I'm I'm being lame, but today, today's April Fool's Day. And I said to George last night, I don't have the energy or the mind or the the time to do anything. No, you don't. And I love the holidays and I love holidays, but April Fool's, I'm like, Easter's this weekend, all eyes on that. I just haven't even... I don't even know. I, my kids are probably going to figure it out at school today, and they'll be like, Mom's lame. No, no fun at not. our house. Oh, says the girl with the Easter decorations everywhere. Oh, I have nothing at my house, okay? So at least you're doing a little bit better than uh, I am. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Well, my miss is kind of funny. I didn't realize it was a miss till I walked in the door to record with you today, but we had a Little League game last night, and my Luke was, like, really stressing me out the whole time, like, hanging on my legs, like just being annoying. Do you know what I'm talking about? The sideline yes. antics. Oh, entertaining the kids at the game is half the battle. Oh my god. Not gosh. even just kind of like sitting and enduring. Ugh. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's So I it's was slow. just having like kind of an off night where my patients were really, really low. And I I know I snapped at him and like showed my butt a few times in front of my in-laws. But then I get here today and you show me this cute message from someone who says they saw us at the game. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, legit. That's my miss. I'm like, what if somebody saw me being terrible to my Lukey? And not that I'm tell- terrible. Yeah, you were just like, go sit with dad. I wasn't being get terrible. Get off. Please leave me alone. You just know those moments where oh, you're just so just, done. Oh, yes. I and was they so want to just touch you and need you and all the things. And oh. it's sweet some days. And some days it's just, I need my space. Yeah. So yeah. that was it. And I literally, like I texted my in-laws this morning like first thing when I woke up like um thank you so much for coming to the game to support Landon that was so funny I feel really bad about how I acted in oh, front of you no stop and not that it was bad it wasn't even that bad I, but know, I just but yes. hate I hate when I don't have the patience that I want to have I with know. him and we all all want to be better I, we I, all have that. I will say this like looking back on it now that we're out of the potty training stage and we're out of all the stuff it does go fast. I see what people mean by that. Oh, it goes so fast. Like when you're in it, it feels so slow. But I can now kind of look back on it on the other side. And I'm just out of it, like barely. But I can look at it and see it for what it is. And that makes me want to have more patience and like soak it up a little bit more. Do you oh, know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I hate myself in those moments where I just lose it. Well, absolutely. It, like we said, there are my kids are clumped together and it's just going to go by in a blink. And we were watching home videos the other day, too. Yes. Just some funny, like classic moments of the twins and Tristan being like five and Caleb being born. And it is such a sweet time. And it is so fun to see their little personalities and how fun and sweet they were. But I know, it, it, and you blink and they're I eight, know. and then you blink and they're going to be 15, and then they're no. going to be, it's it's wild. And it then is. we're going to be a grandma? Don't yeah. even. Yeah. Don't Absolutely, even. yeah. Okay, well, with that note, we're going to sign off. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, we're so grateful that you're here and that you're allowing us to do this, our fun little hobby, passion project. Our, yes. Hustle. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully more someday. I know, that's true. No, but we really do enjoy it. And we're so grateful for all of you. You're all doing great. And thanks for writing in and sending in those questions for anybody who did. Yeah, I just echo, right. I think, if anything, this has been a fun mom breakdown. And I think we all know those feelings. And I think we'll 
we're all so grateful that we get to be a mom and have this role and be with these little people. Yeah, and, it's special. you know, the same cliche, the days are long and the years are short. It's so true. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed what you heard, please make sure to go follow us on Instagram or any of the socials at The Mom Voice Podcast. And you can always leave us a five-star rating and a review if you really want to show your support or just share us with a family member or friend. That's like, honestly, the biggest high five you could ever give us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. We will be back next Monday with more. We'll talk to you soon. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. We want to tell you about the Pogo Pass. Now that we're post-COVID and we're ready to get out and make memories and experiences with our family, you definitely need to check out the Pogo Pass. You can use this pass for great pricing to games, museums, activities throughout your city. We love ours and used it so much before COVID. Here in the Valley, the Pogo Pass gets you admission to the Sunsplash Water Park, and that pays for the pass right there. To purchase, go to pogopass.com and use our code the mom voice for $10 off at checkout. This is a great bang for your buck and you'll make memories with your kids.